Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah, join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Just Life Podcast, episode 65. Today, David and Vern talk about the Unmessables, our triad accountability group. We talk about the 5 a.m. club and the 90-91 method of focus. Uh, We talk about a little bit of a teaser. David's working on a new project, so stay tuned for that. What about employees, folks? Getting three hours of work done in an eight-hour day? Yikes. And the entrepreneur, the need, the pull to work eight, 12 hours a day, and it's still not being enough. And what's possible out of focus? If you're focused, you know what you're up to, you can get a lot done in a short period of time. Thus, vision boarding and focusing on your dream and not all the crap that gets put in your head from outside sources. What about extreme ownership? Your life is your life. Your situation is your situation. So own that shit and move on. We talk about sex, I'll leave it at that, and how choices from the past show up in your present and uh, how you can transform that. So, let's get into the show. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. So, what's going on, man? Like, what are we, what are we thinking about today? Are we brainstorming? Are we, like, what's on, what's on the brain? What's on the agenda? There's nothing on the agenda, which is always a good thing, because then something happens. Something shows up. <laughs> um, we had a pretty good conversation yesterday with the Unmessables, uh, the weekly check-in. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a few times, right? Our triad. On the podcast? Uh, here and there. Yeah. Uh, there, was, uh, there was some... There was a little bit more intention that we were looking to create around that that never ended up going anywhere. So to get you who are listening up to speed, uh, Vern, myself, and a good friend of ours, Heather Spurl, we run a uh, triad. It's a an accountability group, three people. It was for a better part of, what, a year and a half? Yeah, we should, we should probably caveat that with that it is a triad for accountability, not a triad for polyamory. Just throwing that out there. I, I think the only one who was thinking about that was you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, there's like there's like a growing population here, okay? I That's just want to throw that That's out there. We could have a following, so. Good, good caveat. Uh, yeah, and that's been going on for a year, right? A year? I think it's been more than that, dude. The the regular calls, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe the regular calls have only been about a year. Um, and I know, and, and even before that, we did our, they were kind of, kind of sporadic, but we used to meet for drinks, right? That was every few months. Every couple months. That's yeah. how it started. And, and then we, yeah, then we created the, the group from there. Yeah. 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 So of course, like everything, yeah, it's changing and evolving and uh, all of us in our own ways are, are also 
changing and evolving and mm-hmm. uh, and growing. It's been a, a really good check-in for everybody to to create where each of us are at and what we're all looking for, like where some of the breakdowns are, and to keep it <clears throat> fresh and relevant. It's always been changing we've been really committed to that which is pretty powerful yeah we've had two or three like solid check-ins on what are we up to what are we creating mm-hmm. is it still is it still working yeah and uh it's changed again so i'm not part of every check-in anymore there's been a uh, a pivot in, in how i want to use my time my morning so in listening to robin sharma's 5 a.m club he's created some uh, it's a an elevation of my early morning routine that I've already been running, mm-hmm. but uh, running a bit willy nilly. Willy nilly. Now, for the 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 success of actually waking up at that time consistently and doing something productive is uh, less than what most people are capable of doing uh, or think they're capable of doing. And this is really just a, a few little tweaks of, of optimization. And so early mornings, 4.45, wake up, 20 minutes, moving my body, 20 minutes, reflection, 20 minutes of growth. Reflection being meditation, journaling, and growth is um, learning something, reading something, um, whatever that might look, and it can change. And, uh, and then there was another part that he talked about uh, with focus time. And he's got some pretty cool structures to, uh, to set up, put in place to really have focus time. He, one of the, uh, the structures that he uses is called the 90-91 method. So 90 days for 90 minutes, you're focused on your one thing, the difference maker uh, that will... Uh, be completely necessary is is a complete missing in in the marketplace um whatever that is right it will it will be the ultimate differentiator and difference maker in your world and what is that so after you got clear what that is you spend 90 minutes for 90 every day for 90 days on that piece holy snap right and inside of 90 minutes and he talks about the early morning from five to nine is your optimal block. I would agree. My five to nine's got a lot of variables in it. Kids wake up at seven, so from seven to eight thirty, that's that's off, right? There's really nothing to be done but that. Um, but then from eight thirty until nine thirty, and maybe even a little bit before, I can leverage and be intentional with those ninety minutes. It's been pretty awesome to be able to commit to removing all the distractions and just digging in and it's that's, liberating that started this week for 90 minutes every morning uh yep and so just just to get me uh more clear on what those 90 minutes look like so i can put it into context for myself like what what is it that you're doing during those 90 minutes like what are you focused on so i'm focused on another show I'm not going to say too much about it Ooh. yet. Ooh. <laughs> um, it is something that I'm using to to build out my personal brand and to also be of service to community. And it's always a really good idea to work on it, to get clear what the 
uh, what the, the the context of the show is. You know, what what does it look like? Um, where this, why this, is it important? Why is it of value? Why would anybody care? Like being able to answer those questions. This is a podcast. No, no, oh. it's not. It's an actual show. Show a show. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'm in the presence of like a a television mogul now. Is that what you're telling me? It could be. Do people still use television? Is it that wouldn't a thing? be a television show. Oh, okay. But it would be filmed. It would be filmed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and yeah, it's it's spending the time to really get clear what, uh, what it is and, and why it would be worth doing. And That's probably some valuable time to spend. T- hands down. Now when I'm able to have the conversation with those that I'd like to bring in as, uh, as part of this initiative they're clear because I'm clear and they see the opportunity because I saw the opportunity mm-hmm. and, and then we have a common ground for creating a conversation for par- partnership, right? Like, what does that look like? Uh, but that'll only happen if you actually spend time getting clear. Yeah, for sure. And 90 minutes, it's amazing what you can get done in 90 minutes. When you focus, yeah, when you're actually focused and you don't have those interruptions. I was talking to my wife, or no, actually it wasn't my wife, it was, um, <laughs> it's hilarious, Heather brought this up yesterday. Your on our, second wife. My second wife, that's right. Uh, non-sexual. Um, yeah, she brought, brought this up yesterday on our call and she was talking about how, like in the employment world, apparently there's been like a bunch of surveys and different things that have been done that that show that in an eight hour day like an employee is really only working like three hours a day hey i would not be surprised like at getting all. only three hours of production in which i'm sure it's that, an old paradigm man oh, it's dude. come from the industrial revolution it, i was i've even been thinking about that for myself i'm like why the fuck are people still jammed in tiny apartments all slammed in new york city why are people still jammed in the middle of like, I mean, I'm thinking of densely populated places, but I was just thinking about that. It, has anyone ever taken the time to look at the the numbers? Like, what would it look like if instead of having a giant corporate office with 300 employees, like if you're getting your work done, what's stopping you from being able to live in buttfuck Saskatchewan and do your job? That, that part's that, changing. I know I get that it's changing, but it is very slow. Yeah. It's a very slow. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. That was a here. tangent. We, yeah, that was a, that was a we tangent. definitely need that tangent. Sorry. We do. We do. And anyway, so she was just going, you know, uh, pointing to the fact that the three hours of production is not workable as an entrepreneur, right? Like it doesn't work. And we have like these super crazy expectations that we're supposed to be like jamming it out all day, every day, right? So we have the opportunity to set ourselves up in a way that, you can have that effective time and then you can have time that is you know, working on other things, right? The, uh, the construct that it's a cultural and society based construct that has just been perpetuated over time. Oh, are you going down a rabbit hole? This no, sounds like I'm, a conspiracy. I'm not. I'm, I'm talking about what you're referring to. <laughs> no, no, I know. It's just a thing so. that we've just inherently adopted because our parents adopted it and our parents' parents adopted it. And Hands down. And uh, I, I grapple with, I'll have completed a whole bunch of, of good stuff and move things forward. And then right away, it's not enough. Oh, dude. You should be doing more. Oh, my word. Because your day's not over yet. I heard that. And it is, it is really hard to, um, to navigate that 
like with some power and and some intention and and some uh, and and honoring what's been achieved and what's needed i don't know man no no easy answer there it's a daily you know what this is so funny i uh I was literally having this conversation with my wife. I think, what's today? Saturday? I think it was Thursday. Your real wife. My actual wife. The one that I have lots and lots of sex with. Um, we had sex last night. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to put that in the teaser at the beginning. Yeah, we had sex last night. Who's he talking about? Who did he have sex with? Oh. <laughs> anyway, tangent. Um, no, we were talking about this the, the other day. Uh, I was saying uh, totally... It's never good enough. Not only did I not do enough, but what I did wasn't good enough for one. And I was saying to her, like, you should put those in 60 second increments. Is that what you're doing? Who the fuck does this guy think he's talking to? I was just checking. It's fucking unbelievable, man. Come on. No. <laughs> you're doing a lot of changing. So I'm like, yeah, man. is he really intentional with What's it? Or he does he feel like there? he has to? And it's. Well, actually, what I'm present to right now, not to go into too much of a tangent, but it's, it's just. Um, uh, yeah, being attentive to this and being with still the conversation so that I'm not like, oh, what did he just say? Yeah, yeah, so, totally. Um, All right, continue. Sex with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> actually, what I was actually starting to talk about, what I meant to talk about was, uh, no, I think it was like, it might. Even, I can't remember what day it was. It doesn't matter. And I had a really effective day, really effective morning. So I got, got into action right away. Like we, after we did our walk, I just felt momentum. I did the whole, like the eat the frog thing. I was, I was actually, I caught myself thinking about, okay, I want to go review what my day looks like, make sure I'm clear about what actions I want to take. And then it popped in my head right then and there. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. I'm like, First of all, you know about three or four really critical actions that need to be done right now. You already know those things. So what is actually stopping you from just taking that action and creating some momentum? So I jumped on the horn, started making some phone calls and moved some things forward. And it's so I, subtle, isn't it? It is subtle. like that. The, you should be busy over here, even though you know you need to be over there. No, you should probably spend some time getting organized to make sure that you're really clear about what you need to do today. That's right. Like, you know. Double, double check triple checked that this is the thing that you really need to focus on make sure and you probably need to spend about an hour on it yeah and then uh, you know what you're probably gonna get hungry by then so you should probably make a snack <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i think you're out of coffee you should put that on the yeah list, yeah too. definitely definitely get the french press going um i uh yeah no and then what ended up happening is by about noon i was like and i started having a conversation with my, with my wife i'm like what would it be like if i actually had the freedom to say wow like I've actually like done my day. Everything else now is like a bonus. Do I need to really fucking be stressed out or grind away or like get after a bunch more stuff? Or could I go like whatever insert activity? I could go network. I could go work out. I could go hang out with my kids. I could go right. I could write. I could meditate. I like, that's the thing is if, if, if I'm, when, when I'm organized and I'm focused and I'm actually intentional and in action, it is totally possible to be to your point, to be super effective in a shorter period of time. And and remove all of the societal bullshit, right? Like, oh, you've got to feel significant. You got to do eight to 10 hours a day or you're not hashtag hustling, bro. Right. Yeah, man. And the, uh, it has to be intentional. You have to create that after having done these things, these critical things, you will do X. It's not just a really good idea. Right, right, right. It's got to be in balance. It actually has to be inside of your planning. 
totally. You, now, there's one thing to like rigidly structure it in and go from 11 till 12, I'm doing my meditation. That yeah. might not always work. Yeah, no, I, I that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Generally, it does, generally it speaking, doesn't work for many people. Yeah. What, 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 but to your point, though, dude, this is so funny because all the stuff we're talking about right now are, are conversations I had this week. An example is it's like a vortex. Time is a fucking vacuum. So if you don't know what you're actually up to or what's important to you or what your values are or whatever, you're going to do bullshit. But if you have it narrowed down to like these five things are really critical, critical to me, my business, my relationships, my whatever that is, my family, meditate, like self-care, meditation. Right. So you just you're always going to know, Okay, I've got space now. I know where I'm focused. I can focus on one of three areas or one of five areas, family, content, meditation, right? Training my body, do some meal prep. Like, and then it's like everything actually works and you get all the things that you want. I'm just present this week to how much fucking bullshit I spew. You know what I'm saying? You're good at it, man. Oh dude. Like, no, but think about it. We all do. We're, we're, we're all, okay. I'm just going to go on record and say this human beings that are listening right now. We're all inherently full of shit and we're really good storytellers. So you got to take about 90% of your stories and fucking get rid of them because it's all bullshit. Totally. It's fucking bullshit. And uh, something else that's like really present for me right now, because we're, we're kind of talking about it. There was a quick uh, ad that I saw on Facebook or no, on YouTube from our man Vision from Mind Valley, oh, yeah. And he was saying how in, inside of creating your life, he's like, I don't know if he used a specific language, but I want, I want you to consider that most about 90% of your goals and dreams and aspirations are not yours. Totally. They're like a hundred percent infused by yeah society, TV shows, Instagram, fucking your parents, like the things you think you want, the things you think you need, not the things that you're consciously creating and what it is that you actually want to get after. Right. Fascinating. That was the thing that we talked about yesterday for our Friday check-in this need for contemplation. And we've, we've mentioned this a few times on the podcast. If you don't give time to really dig in and think and create what you want your life to look like, not what the perception of life could be because of Instagram posts and the like, yeah, but that it's sure. actually yours and doing things like a vision board. I remember the first time I heard of a vision board and I'm like, who the fuck does that? What's the point of that? Yeah. And it couldn't be more, more supportive in anchoring some of those aspirations in your life because you are, you are at the source of creating it. Yeah. And that's a good point. An anchor. There's all these people out there that are like, a vision board, that's ridiculous, man. What's that going to do? Like, not yet, dude, you don't get it, for one. And for two, if your vision board's not inspiring, considering you haven't spent You haven't actually time, done the work. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. And it's iterative. And that's the other thing. What I thought I wanted at the beginning of the year isn't necessarily going to be what I want now. Or there will be something removed or added to it. Totally. And then we get to be okay with removing or adding something and not being attached, which is the other thing that we talked about, attached to, oh man, but I've gone this far mm. uh, to achieve this thing. And even though deep down, I don't know if I want it anymore, I should still do it. That's another bullshit 
construct that needs to be unraveled. Okay, this is perfect. We're given like a laser rundown of, of our call yesterday because one of the things that came up for me on the call. Boo doo boo doo boo doo. all enamored by Instagram. <laughs> one of the things that came up for me on the call yesterday was um, owning my shit and not making it mean anything. So in other words, like like many Canadians, I'm up against. Uh, a conversation right now with CRA. I'm up against a, a constant cash flow crunch, right? I'm up against, right? Dealing with my business, dealing with things. And the reality of it is that things are the way that they are for me right now due to actions or inactions that occurred in my past. Yes. It actually has nothing to do with right now. And it doesn't mean anything about me. It's not in my future. I can totally shift my way of being, totally shift my attitude, my actions, my plan. And literally create a new future and be responsible for the shit that's going on right now and own it as mine and fucking do what I need to do to deal with it and not make it like paralyzing. It's actually a byproduct of choices that you made or didn't make one, two, three years ago. hundred percent that are, uh, are now revealing itself really they're, they're really present because the decisions that were made prior, you really committed to. You, you allowed them to, I, I'm, I get it, man. I, I'm, I'm present to a handful of years of, of being behind on some things. And that was because of a, an active choice to say, okay, I'm, I'm choosing not to worry about this because there were some other things that completely legitimate needed more focus. And the other thing still needed to be addressed. Oh, for sure. And, and, and I know for, for me to piggyback off that I've had, uh, I've had this attitude of one day, someday, you know, one day, someday when I have this area of life handled, this like other thing the other work. thing will get to, right. Taken care of it. You just let yourself off the hook so you can be totally irresponsible about it. Right. And yeah, it, it just it, it doesn't is a work. Balancing act, man. Totally. I'm listening to, um, Jocko, Jocko's book, Jocko Willink's. Jocko Willink. Willink. As a savage. Uh, dichotomy of leadership. Sorry, what, what's the name? What's the name of the book by Jocko Willink? It's called the Di- the dichotomy of leadership, and it, it, I really admire his how he uh, sets the stage, the scene, and the humility. The um, it's a such a great balance between humility and tenacity and. Um, and generosity and being fierce and it's, it's a great cross section. You require a little bit of all of it. hundred percent. And in this book, he talks about balance as uh, we are leaders in our lives, whether we are in business or not, or we have, we are on our own or we have family or whatever the case is at the end of the day, we are leaders in our lives and we get to, we must balance the extremes of what shows up in leadership. And we love to swing to the extremes and hang out on the one side, hoping, wishing that this is the answer when in in reality it actually has to swing kind of right in the middle. 100 percent yeah yeah you got it's a good it yeah. book yeah the, i highly the, recommend the it. dramatic swing and just for some context uh what i know about jocko willink is that he's a 
former Marine Corps commander in the U.S. military, and he's I don't done I don't know how many tours in Afghanistan, and he's seen men get you know killed and injured and all that kind of stuff, like, and told some pretty intense stories about that shit, and uh, it gives you a little bit of perspective whether you are on the bandwagon whether you agree with they're up to or not like it is what it is there are young men dying like every day and uh yeah it takes a lot to be there right well and it's in how you choose to show up and and how you uh, get to know people and build community that prevents those things from happening to be really effective to not have those things happen to be his other book, extreme ownership is like, what, what do you get to be responsible for in, uh, in the outcomes that have resulted because of the choices you made or didn't make? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to share, I'm going to, I just got to tell this story and hopefully I don't brutalize it. So if this ever gets in front of Jocko somehow, if he actually listens to this, bear with me, bro. <laughs> well, just wrote laser, laser, uh, high level. He was telling this story about how he was leading, uh, a crew into battle and the, uh, out of nowhere he says this like this wicked firefight ensues right and there's just shit going on thing dust and it's loud and people are like trying to give commands and get their posts and all this kind of stuff and everything's happening and uh, what ended up happening was I can't remember how they discovered it but then they realized that they're actually they were in a firefight with friendlies mm. so there was US they call that blue on blue I only know that because I'm reading the book right you, now. Yeah, you heard that. Okay, cool. So there was U.S. Marines on one side with, I want to say, Iraqi friendlies, and then uh, U.S. Marines on the other side. And somehow the communication got mixed, and somebody was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And then they thought, okay, those guys are in the wrong place. Those aren't our guys or whatever. And then there was a band. There's a battle, right? And then at the on afterwards, like he was the commander he was the guy in charge right so afterwards what was interesting about this because this is where i think where he started to come up with not not where where we actually got present to what it means to be take extreme ownership be extremely responsible for the situation he didn't shoot anybody but i think i think a couple of iraqis died i think a couple maybe an american died and then there was a bunch of injuries right so it's like a big deal so anyway all of a sudden there's the debrief and everyone's in the room and he was told by his commanding officers, you got to go and think about like, uh, we want to know in your debrief what the fuck happened and whose fault this is. And so uh, he was at the front of the room with all these guys. It's obviously pretty intense, emotional situation. And he's like, I don't know if it was him or somebody was like, okay, who's, whose fault was this? Whose responsibility was this? And then a bunch of like different, at different times, like yeah, soldiers yeah, would stand up and up. be like, it was my fault, sir. This happened, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then Jocko spoke up and he's like, okay, great. Sit down soldier. Here's the deal. Like, this actually is 100% my responsibility, right? Like I'm the commander. I'm the one who didn't give clear instructions. I'm the one who didn't ask the right questions to get my own instructions. Like just imagine, like I'm getting goosebumps. Imagine being in that room, what that's like. Super intense. It's crazy. You make one mistake and people die. Yeah. You can go to prison. Yeah. You can go to fucking, yeah. Crazy shit happens, right? It's intense. Anyway. So is that a tangent? Does that mm-hmm. count as a tangent? I don't think so. Uh, one thing that I will say that ties into what we were talking about is that's one of the things that I'm focused on spending some time on this weekend is getting clear about, oh yeah, like, you know, what is it that I'm actually up to? What is my goal? What is my dream now where I'm at, right? Seeing what I'm seeing is I'm, I'm in action. I'm making some things happen. I believe you have a structure for that, don't you? I do have a structure for that. Yeah. There's this little baby that I've got. What is it? The version three? You don't have version three yet. Yeah. 
version two. I don't have version three yet. Oh, I have version two with a better coil, a better, better. Yeah, it was, it was a, a prototype mock for, for that. But yeah. yeah. So uh, David has created um, the Gist Life Journal, right? It's, it's a the road, roadmap. The roadmap. Um, and so, yeah, I'll be doing some of that work this weekend, I'll be doing some vision boarding and um, really getting present to what it is that I'm creating. T- to your point earlier, if, if I actually know what I'm up to, if I know what path I'm on, I'll actually know what steps to take each and every day yep. to get me closer to where I'm going to be in two, three months, three, five years. And I can actually be okay with being complete for today rather right. than having that frantic, like it's a never ending mountain with no top, like got to chase it, got to get after it. Right. What the fuck are you up to? Mic drop. Boop. So we got to the point where it's clear. We all have choice in how our lives work, what doesn't, what we get to be responsible for, what we choose not to be responsible for, and who we have around us that will take us to that next level. Who do you have around you that help you take you to the next level? We are clear that you have to have the right people around you for all of this to work. So make that a priority and also make a priority to think about the bigger picture. Spend the time to contemplate and dream because it's inside of your dreams where your real passions will arise and you'll be making the difference that you secretly have been wanting to make this whole time. Enjoy the weekend.